I found out a long time to see. In a minute. Ah, <laughs> uh, guy. <laughs> uh, I don't know where to start from. First yeah. of all, good to see you. Yeah, that's true, actually. <laughs> it's actually been that long. I think I was telling the person I was talking to recently, like, I feel like it's been like 10 weeks, probably like, yeah, thereabouts. Bro, it's been long. It's been long. It's been long. It's been actually longer than I can even think about because last recording we did, probably the Nigerian elections won. Yeah. Or was it one bad book? Because I think might have snuck that one in. Yeah, maybe it was one of those ones. Um, yeah. Then, yeah, that then was I was still like in my old flat. Then life yeah. was different. I know I was parking then, but... That was like November 5. Yeah. Life was different. <laughs> life was different. A lot has happened. A lot has happened. Oh, uh, bro. Life was different. It's crazy because... I just packed up this mic today and then I just realized I've not opened it since yeah since then Love, bro. and then yeah. I just realized what, how the, what the mic has gone through as well the boxes has <laughs> gone into the storage houses has been inside Yo, the vans the, mic. <laughs> the vans that has gone into to move the people who have carried you up and down the stairs the unboxing is going Man. through. And it's following me now to London. <laughs> I'm sure the mic is like wondering, like, I don't understand, like, are we... The mic is like, Carl, are you homeless? <laughs> are we doing this or not? Oh, no, it's exactly. Because it went from staying in one place for what, three, well, okay, a year. Because I think, yeah, a year. And then now it's just gone around for a minute. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But how have you been, man? Um, I know you've been been to weddings, you've been doing podcasts on uh, tiny weddings, um, particular <laughs> love. Yeah, yeah. Actually, for anyone who's listening, for anyone who's listening right now, so the reason why Wale sounds like he's doing some prime time twelve midnight show is <laughs> because he's. It's kind of like me and my sister's first when I was doing the first episode because I think I remember that episode. So I was already I was speaking mellow because. You know, the other people in the house, I wasn't sure if they were sleeping or not. But anyways, Wally is back, guys. Enough of me alone doing, doing podcast episodes. Uh, but I've been good. Um, a lot has happened. Like I was telling you on Instagram, I feel like there's so many conversations. Because I think what we figured out with the podcast as well was, um, obviously, it's not just us talking to people, but it's also a way for us to like catch up and just, you know, go back and forth on things that we enjoy speaking about. And that part of my life has been missing for the last like 10 weeks. And I've felt the impact because there are certain things that have happened over the last like four to six weeks. Oh, that one, the gist. <laughs> like certain things that have happened over the last four to six weeks and I'm like, ah, I'm pretty sure if at the beginning of this, if I had mentioned it to Wally, I had a conversation about it, maybe the outcome would have been slightly different. But here we, <laughs> here, <laughs> here we are today. I don't like I talk about is the aftermath of it. If, 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 if your life is better now, then you're sure that I've been giving back. Yeah, I, don't know. I, feel, I feel like there's more drama in my life that I need right now. Um, and that's because I've been processing things without bouncing them off of you. Because you technically keep me in check for like wild shit that I tend to do. Um, and that's sort of like been absence in that sense. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been good so far, honestly. It feels like a lot has happened, but not also a lot has happened, to be fair. Um, How was the wedding? 
it was good uh, it was it was interesting first wedding i've been to in like what seven seven or eight years thereabouts i was surprised you were that uh i was surprised you were that active or that's what i'm looking for yeah active like you really i was no i was glad i was happy for you man <laughs> And um, being yeah. a groomsman is great. Um, but you were really you really went into it. Maybe because you had missed so many weddings, you put you put your energy into that one. Or maybe yeah. you just maybe you're just born for the role. No, I feel like it's because honestly, it felt less of a wedding and more of here's my Kitsumba community and we just happen to have dressed up for something else, but it's still a Kitsumba event. Because everything that was happening there was typically what would happen at a Kitsumba thing. But right now we're just doing it in the pretense of like a wedding and we were all dressed up. Um, that was it. But I guess the intro thing, I think because it involved dancing, there was a lot of dancing. It was a very dancing themed wedding and that gets me anytime. So it was less about every other thing else. What is a dancing themed wedding? To be fair, all Nigerian weddings or weddings that have Nigerian twists tend to involve a lot of dancing. But this was a group of dancers, like the two people that were getting married were Kizumba dancers. And so they essentially built their wedding as like a typical Kizumba thing that would go with wedding sprinkled in between, right? So after we left the church, the entire reception was pretty much what our Kizumba nights would look like with just a few sprinkling of, yes, you cut the cake, you do some champagne here, but it was pretty much just dancing and dancing pretty much. Like, so that, that was what it was. I think that's why it was sort of like If, if I was a guest, I just felt like out of place because I can't dance Kizumba. No, but that's the funny thing. I feel like we were the, we were the, um, it's like everybody came to an SNL show or like some show and you came to watch a show. That's what it was like. you guys like. were the, uh, <laughs> were, the uh, were the performers. I swear that, <laughs> that's really what it was because it could just see everybody there was just like, so this is what these people go and do every Tuesday and Wednesday when they disappear from the house and stuff. So I think it was, it was, it was a good vibe. It was a good vibe. Um, the Friday yeah, show was looking like for long. A- Hey, what? Go on. No, no, go on. I was just going to say, like, one thing I'm trying to look out for in my new city is um, salsa classes. Ah, uh, okay. This should be easy to find. I feel like salsa is quite popular. It's Kizumba that might be a bit difficult to find. Um, yeah, I found a number of salsa openings. Um, I've not had time yet, yeah. though. Yeah, true, um, honestly. Like, how's, how have you settled down, like... What can you share? What can you not share? How's, <laughs> how's I mean, life after Elbow? Life is different, bro. I'm not going to lie mm. with you. Mm. Um, I think, okay, let me start with the PhD first of all. That's been wrapped up. Mm. Um, so for anybody who doesn't know, obviously I graduated officially last week, Friday, was it? Yeah. 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 And even about graduation, my plan was to always have it in July next year. Mm. Um, I was going to defer it to next year because you can defer it just because there's so much going on. I didn't think I had time to graduate. Like, I know that time, like, by the time I'm in, I didn't think I would be able to fit all the business, busyness. Mm. Mm. Into, into, sorry, fit graduation into all the business. Mm. Anyway, but my dad made me graduate in December by force. <laughs> and I didn't want to argue. I just said, fine, I'll let it. Mm. But I think when we last spoke on the podcast, I think I mentioned I was moving. Yeah. Etc. Um, but when I was moving, I didn't know what I was moving to. <laughs> so for a bit of context without sharing too much on to everybody, um 
in my previous place where I was studying and working, I was doing my research and working. I was also a subordinate. Mm. That may mean nothing to anybody, <laughs> but that just meant that I was working in a position in university where I was living inside the university doing some voluntary work, pastoral mm. care for students. And which is where I lived in my flat. You saw on the podcast, guys. That's where I was. Yeah. But in May or June, um, I found a new direction after PhD, where I was going to go. So I put in my notice for my work, my contract, my flat to be over in October. But as the world will have it, <laughs> too many delays happened, right? Mm. Even Putin's war affected me <laughs> eventually in many ways. Yeah. Um, so my PhD dragged, my admin side of thing dragged, my visa thing dragged, so many things just dragged, which mm. means at the timeline I set to have moved to my new destination of work, mm. no secrets, work, a job, um, which I plan to have moved before October, didn't happen. Mm. So come October, I was still waiting to get everything sorted, mm. things that were beyond my control, but I had nowhere to live. Mm. And I knew, I knew I was moving to where the job was, which yeah. is Birmingham. Again, yeah. no secrets. <laughs> people people find out easily anyway. Yeah. Um when and how, I just did not know. Because mm. a you can't get a house in the UK except you have a job. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, no, let me not say that. You can't get a, an apartment, a flat. In most places, except you have a job mm. or you can pay rent like six months upfront. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. If, no, that, that's, if, that's if you're not a student. Mm. Mm. Right? Yeah. Now, I don't I'm more a student. Mm. I'm waiting a job. So, obviously, even though I had the job offer, I didn't have the contract yet. Mm. So I couldn't get the house because I had no job in quotes. Mm. But I also I could not pay six months rent. <laughs> I had yeah. that kind of money. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so, and I, oh, and I found that out the, the hard way because even after I moved out, mm. I, I found a flat. Okay. I paid for the deposit. No, so not, not, not the deposit, sorry. I paid for the holding yeah. fee. And then doing the checks the checks bounced because I didn't have all these references. I couldn't get the references legally mm. because I'd not begun the work. Anyway, um, so as God will have it, my, so here's where I, here's where I track back. So I told you, I, was, I told you guys I was a sub, I was a sub yeah. warden. So obviously I had a boss mm. who was my warden, but also post on friend. Mm slash family and when I moved out of my flat she took me in mm. um, she said I could stay for a week as long as I wanted to now I just thought 
this would be for a few, one week, two mm. weeks, and everything gets sorted. But no, this, I was literally in a place for uh, over, over six weeks. <laughs> At least six weeks. Mad. <laughs> and I feel like lucky has been because like she opened her family up to me, right? Mm. And it was quite nice because without that, I'd have had to be shuffling from place to place mm. around. Mm. And shuffling is also expensive, but also the mental stability, yeah. instability would have been crazy mm. because I was already being, I was already trying so hard to not let this the uncertainty get to me mm. you know not knowing when things are get to start the yeah. work not knowing where to get a house not knowing when the government will answer me mm. not knowing when anything mm. and that was quite hard because it's all you think about <laughs> like you've done you've done the work you've done the hard job you've done the hard work you've done the phd mm. you've gone for the interviews you got into the job you want. You decline other offers. Mm. You want this one. But you just can't start it. Mm. And here's the worst part. Is every day you go out, everybody asks you. Oh, <laughs> oh so what's going on? <laughs> oh, so how are you? Are you still here? Oh, so what's next? Oh, so when are you moving? Mm. Oh, really? Oh, wow. You know. Yeah, all of that jazz. And then you are then playing a game of, okay, do I tell this person the entire story? Or... Do I just say half? Do I mm. just smile and say, oh, things are, I'm still figuring things out. Mm. I was lucky to have them because they took me in and I very much enjoy staying there. Like, I can't explain to you, but there's a difference between living with family and living alone. Mm. Because obviously like the first, <laughs> so I remember the first day I was like tiptoeing in the house because <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to stop. Don't to, and, then, exactly. and then she was like, she was like, she sent me a text like, Wally bro, like don't tiptoe. This is your home temporarily. Mm. And you're like, be, be, be yourself. Don't tiptoe in the mm. house. It's fine. Mm. And I felt so comfortable there. Mm. It was ridiculous how I felt so comfortable there. Surprised myself. I just, and every, every day I slept, I just felt lucky. Like I had a bed, one bed. Mm. And the beauty was I could also keep my routine. Mm. So I could still go to mm. my old office. I could still eat where I used to eat my, my friends, colleagues, etc. I could still do a lot of things, go to the gym. Mm. So that routine was still there and it helped me as well. But the uncertainty was mad. Mm -hmm. Because even before I moved out of my flat, I was still in a waiting zone period. Yeah. But then when I moved out, that's when it it was even more. (laughs) So anyway, um, everything got sorted, thankfully, like end of November. Mm. And then... I was about the chance to start work in January or December. 
Mm. Best believe I chose December. Oh, my Oh, So, literally between... I kid you, literally between five days, mm. I looked for a place, found a place, and started work all within a new city. city. Bruh. Sorry, seven days, seven mm. days. And that also included finding a place, doing checks, moving my stuff to the place. Mm. And but the place I got I was, was place where I got was a nice mm. good place but it was um, unfurnished mm. and what that means is you can't walk into the house and start leaving so there's you have to so I had to get mm. my mattress I have to till now I just got internet in my <laughs> flat today <laughs> after three weeks because again there's many things about the UK that I mm. don't know until you like, exited that like, yeah moved, moved, moved yeah. to this place I just thank God honestly because <laughs> he was mad. <laughs> Bruh. Yeah. And what I'm grateful for is just like I did not lose my head mm. in a way whereby even though I was worried, even though I was like down. And it, and thing is like also, and here's the bad part about it: mm. when you don't look like you're going through stuff, mm. nobody knows. People, to... st- people still have the same expectations of you mm. Mm. socially. Mm. But when you can't deliver, you come across negatively. Mm. And if you didn't explain why you can't deliver, it just feels like you're looking for a cop out. But it's a genuine situation. Mm. Because I had many times where people were like, oh, you didn't do this, oh, you didn't do that, you didn't do this. I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I can't stop telling you like, oh. All the story and backstory yeah. and all of that. Yeah. But also, you don't want excuses. You don't want to have. Mm. So, so yeah, so I began working. Um, so guys, I'm a nine to fiver now. Um, <laughs> yeah, boy, how's that going? I like honestly, like from all of this, like obviously, I've been privy to you know the journey and the and honestly, on, on, of, even 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 all of this, I promise you, I'm giving you a summary. Yeah, I can. I'm imagine. not even giving you a. a I'm not what you guys, but you, I'm talking to you. Yeah, yeah. I'm not giving you a detailed because I don't even know why. What because is but <laughs> let's just put on pause now. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's just been, and even at work as well. Like, mm, that's what I'm curious about, actually. Because work it's been has been good. Yeah. Okay. So far, so good. Um, work has been good. The people that it feels like some of the things that the PhD cost me mm. in terms of. Starting my PhD with a ridiculously tense, emotionally draining, terrifying experience with my previous supervisor. Mm. Just that I just got blessed with a good manager. manager. Yeah. So, so 
swap. It's been good, exciting company, an exciting role, lots of challenges for me to mm. try and fix, which is good. Um, different world. Entirely, for sure, bro. Different world. <laughs> I mean, 95 itself, it's, <laughs> it's a new routine for the body mm. as well. Mm. Um, but I've looking forward to it for so long because I had the offer for a long time. Mm. Mm. So I don't think I had any even time to even get excited or celebrate. Mm. Or, mm. Mm. I've just been waiting for things to click. But once everything clicked, there was no just time to even think. Yeah. Yeah. Bam, like bam, 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 bam. <laughs> and I've never had one weekend in my new Wait, place. Uh, because this is the third weekend, kind well, of. We've had to. And now I'm no more there. I'm now in London for Christmas. Mm. So right now, my internet started working today. Thank God. <laughs> um, I have a bed, a mattress, mm. couch. Thank God. I've set up some of my bills. Bed. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Ah, uh, it's you. mad. Changes and transitions, man. Fast anybody tells you about. Or, I don't know, maybe they do. I mean, I'm sure my story is not as crazy as some people's story, but... Mm. I'm looking forward to how it's going to change me because I can already see changes. Mm. Like when I travel down here, this is the first December I have where my head is not clouded with PhD stuff. January coming. Yeah. Mm. Like, PhD was hard. <laughs> Normally, December, December and PhD was like my PTSD month. Mm. PhD, because for four years, every December, I just clock out. I don't want to celebrate Christmas, I don't want to do anything. Why? Because my very first December was just filled with mm. chaotic depression and, and, and all of that. Yeah. And every other song I followed was just terrible. Well, mm. maybe not terrible, but with me, just being mm. on my own, I'm masking all of that. Like that. Yeah. But now that it's done, once I leave work, my head's just like, work is done. Next thing. Even though I'm thinking of work, but I'm not thinking of work from a tense anxiety point of view. Mm. Mm. I'm thinking of it with like, to do lists, exciting things to try and fix. Mm. But I've also realized I'm a hard worker. Like, whether I like it or not, mm. I think I work hard. Um, and now, in a weird way, in the last six months, four months, I'm giving myself more credit for things now. I don't mm. like... Play it down. I don't. I don't play down the things I do. Mm. You no, know, because I'm. I'm just realizing all the efforts. Like you just know, you mm. know what you've done, and when you, I'm not fan of comparing, but when you see other people trying to do things that you've done mm. in similar ways, whether it's through a project, whether it's through small task that's through 
a degree, whatever it is. And you see how you do things differently from what they do. You're like, okay, like, you worked, man. You worked. You mm. worked. You worked. And now they're in a new space. We're still working. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for context, everybody listening, um, Sibi said, my voice is this way because <laughs> my friends are asleep right now. Mm. And I was determined to record a podcast today yeah. before the year ends <laughs> even though i can't do it in my house i'm bringing the mic with me on holiday and mm. we're recording <sighs> yeah um yeah mad mad like i'm not sure how i thought this episode would go but obviously like you know it's us catching up as well but also um in a way it's also a recap of the year because everything in this year was sort of like building up to i guess for you these were key moments um, and key transition points for you. Um, for me, you know, it's not it's not been that kind of year um, in terms of like big changes. I think this year has has personally been just like you know becoming a bit more settled with the phase of life that I'm in, um, and seeing what's possible with the path that I've chosen as well. Um, this year, I did more specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do these things a lot. Yeah, no, but. Obviously, like building a business, um, I've talked, there was an episode I did about what it is that I do at, um, for, for a living. Um, and so 2020 was the pandemic year. I think I quit, that's when I quit my job to do this. And September was sort of like, September 2020 was the first month of not having a full-time job and doing what I was doing. Um, and 2021 was sort of like, okay, now we're doing this full-time let's put a bit of structure to things. Let's see how we can get things going. And it was just like slow and steady, you know, small wins here and there, just getting a good sense of what is it that we're actually doing. And is this, because it started off, I think I mentioned this at some point that I gave myself say six to 12 months to, again, I was quitting a role. I didn't want to jump into something new, like a job right around it, figure out what it is I wanted to do. But obviously I still wanted to do something on the side and VFA was that thing. Um, and so the idea was that after six months, if it's not, paying my bills or doing something or at least getting some money in i can't justify continuing just doing that i need to look for something else but six months came in and you know we were lucky enough and blessed enough to do like a big gig that gave us a bit of a runway um and then things just like you know what maybe one month is a bit quiet and the next month you know something happens and then i think 2022 started off really well um i don't know how to explain it but um, I think, you know, some of the work that we put in in 2021 um, cashed in in 2022. And so, although in 2021, it felt like I was living maybe from month to month to maybe quarter to quarter, trying to just make sure you're keeping your expenses low enough to justify what's coming in so you're not going overboard, but also not trying to blow out your runway so that you're stuck not having anything at the end of the year. So 2021 was all about that. But because 2022, it was really like at the start of the year, everything that some of the big things that we had tried to do paid off at the beginning of the, at the start of the year. So it just lifted a kind of weight off of me um, and we're able to start like experimenting a lot more. So right now, you know, we're able to hire a couple of people, not full time, but people that, to be fair, <laughs> like when I remember every time I'm processing payroll or at least paying people for the work that they're doing for us. 
and I'm like, see the money that you're sending somebody else. <laughs> like, uh, guy, <laughs> I just send person money like this. So. As in, I'm like, uh, I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Um, and then you know, to be fair, that must be a very big um system shock when yeah. you're paying somebody. Yeah, bro, bro. Like in my previous job with Mest, obviously I had to pay interns, but. Like I all like to do is just write a requisition that I need a budget for interns and yes, the accountants to do what they're supposed to do. But here it's that, you know, I start we started I started the business as this like, you know, single full-time co-founder. Um to put, put the work in with my other co-founders as well, generated a bit of revenue. So now we're now saying, okay, with the revenue we've generated, let's put some of it to hire someone to help us do what we're supposed to do. Um we'll just scale the effort. Um and it was a scary process, honestly. I think I experimented. I almost started with a very low threshold, like let's just do interns. Like, <laughs> I, let me just start with interns, um, and that worked for a while. But because of the kind of business that we run and all of that, we needed a bit more experienced folk. So now I had to go the journey uh, of writing a JD um, and interviewing a couple of people. And I'm interviewing them, and in my head I'm like, "You're great," but in my head I'm like, "I can't afford this person." So like, but then I just put. I, my mindset for me was pitch the story well enough, see if they buy into it and be very open and honest about what it is that we can afford. Um, and I did that. And, you know, a couple of people were still open to, you know, working with us in that way. Like, yes, we're not paying them what they're worth, but what we're doing is interesting enough for them to want to be a part of it, even if it's not paying them what they're like they're worth. And um, that's happened. And we, some have worked out well. Some, after one month that you pay the first payroll, when you're doing the second one, you're wondering, you're like, like i'm not really seeing the results so do i want to keep like doing this so it's just a very different position for me um but not to dive deeper into work stuff i think i also got to travel this year see you in person see my sister my brother all of that and you know when it was happening in my head i'm like you know it's not like i was working a job saved for a vacation and did all of that it was like part of the work and the thing that we did with the business allowed me to be able to take a trip like that um, and I'm like, you know, it might seem small, but I've tried to make sure that I'm zeroing in on the fact that it's kind of like a big deal, um, in that sense, because, you know, the rule for me was that this was going to pay my bills in that way. And it's gone a bit beyond that to, again, give me a bit of flexibility to do certain things, um, where I'm now thinking next year that, oh, I want to spend one month in certain places because this year it wasn't planned. But I ended up being in Nigeria for three weeks, the UK for four, and then Kenya and Rwanda for three. So like in each quarter, yeah. I was gone for like a month and we still did, the business still did well. It was beneficial to the business as well. So in my head, I'm kind of like thinking, okay, we can actually make this a proper thing because it does make sense for me to spend a bit more time in certain spaces. Um, but yeah, I think the growth for me is just what I've been most grateful for. Um, and like, I'm not where I, so I was having a conversation with a friend, you know, before we jumped on this, on this call and it was around, okay, if I hadn't decided to do this full time um, and I was still like in a job, I'll definitely be getting paid way more than I'm making right now. But there's other like non-monetary things that it would have been hard to really place a value on. Um, and I'm not saying like, I'm not trying to paint this as a very good picture because I still struggle with figuring out if I've made the right choice and if I'm optimizing my time and skills the best way possible at this moment. But 
I know I had two options when I was, or a couple of options when I was leaving my previous job. It was either go do an MBA or, you know, get a job and save and then do a few things or try and do something on the side with this business thing. The problem with an MBA was like, I couldn't afford it at the time. I'd have to do the whole scholarship thing. And that, honestly, I respect everyone MBAs that- MBAs mad expensive, man. man. And I respect anyone that goes through the process of doing all the application and trying to get the scholarships. Like it's, it's a, it's a full-time job in and of itself. And I wasn't up for that. I didn't think I had it in me to go through that process. Um, but I knew that the other option was to try and build a business. And although it's a less structured environment, the lessons are a bit similar, um, but you don't get the branding and you don't get the networks. There's so many other things you don't get, but there's other things that you can get if you optimize well for it. Um, but you will also not, your earning capacity might not necessarily go the same graph as if you went to get an MBA. So anyways, I think this year has been me coming to terms with that. And I've, ha- I've asked myself less of those questions and I'm just really focused on how can I make work that I'm doing better, right? Um, am I still on track as to sort of like what I wanted to do initially? In a way, yes, because um, part of the reason I wanted to leave my old job was that I was in a space where regardless of what I did, I could finesse my way to still being, a, being in a job, getting promoted. But I didn't feel like there were, the stakes were high enough for me, um, which is weird. Maybe not everybody's like that, but I just <laughs> I wanted higher stakes pretty much. And I felt like if I went into another job, it would just be trading that. Like, I'll probably get the prestige, get all the things, but the stakes wouldn't still be high enough because at the end of the day, I've signed a contract. I'm going to get paid every month. Mm-hmm. And for me in that phase, I was looking for something a bit more. I wanted to put my money where my mouth was. Um, and so now I've done that, but I've given up on a few things, right? And it's made future conversations a bit more interesting because now it's like, okay, I'm, we're pushing a certain age, trying to settle down. I'm like, can I really include that part in my life right now? I really don't think so. <laughs> Even though it's something that I want, I'm like, it would take something really special and like a lot of things to sort of fall into a bit of place for that to make sense. And I'm like, okay, am I fine with that? Um, I'd have the answer to that question right now, but it's something that has been popping up a bit more um, and all of that. But yeah, for me, 2023, I think it's obviously you know, trying to build, I think the main goal for me is to try to continue to grow VFA beyond a one-man thing. And I think there have been signs of that, obviously, with the, now that our team is not just me, even though some of the people who are working with us are working with us part-time. I think there are certain things that I have been able to outsource or at least push off my plate, but are still being done well enough. Um, and for that, I'm grateful because it's very difficult to find people sometimes that are bought into what you're doing, where you don't have to pay an arm and a leg for it. And I, so I think 2023 is a year to maybe double down on that and continue to scale what it is that we're doing. Um, and yeah, I don't know. And figure out the rest of life as well. Mm-hmm. But so far, so good. I mean, I think you've had a good year, to be fair. Um, I think you've had a good year. You met your family mm-hmm. that you haven't seen in a long time. Yeah. That can't be measured. Um, to introduce a new service offering to your business, your boot camps. Yeah. That was good. Um, you obviously had a trip to Niger and Rwanda. You found women that were not for you. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, another plus. <laughs> um, I think it was a good year, to be honest. And last year, I said it went to be more ambitious this, this year. I said that last year. Hmm. And maybe you can say you did that because you had more gains. So mm. 
painting realizations anyway. Mm. Mm. Um, so I think that counts. That counts. Um, yeah, I know, I'm, I know my story began from June to... My, my story just pretty much explained my absence from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Not particularly in my year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, on a personal level, the year has been hard. Mm. On a professional level, it's been successful. Mm. On a personal level, it's been hard. Um, maybe not hard, but no ideal. Mm. Um, yeah, obviously, everything I've just said in terms of family. I think it's just crazy that I haven't seen my folks in a long time. <laughs> yeah. It's just mad. Um, there is that, and then obviously then there's a relationship. Um, what do you call it? situations yeah that happened this year as well um you know what's so funny is that like now that i'm done with everything Mm -hmm. everyone just keeps asking me oh wally you've done your phd now have a good job now (laughs) okay you know what's next now (laughs) it's for you to bring home somebody now bro it's it's weird. I'm like, you know what's next now? What's next now is for me to get a coffee table for my flat and get a couch. And and I can TV. have a couch. Okay. And and get a table and a desk. Yeah. So I can sit down and probably eat proper meals. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy how people I, mean, I, I get I get that point. Yeah. I get that point. They have a good point. Um hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's not. It's not. I not I'm not gonna say stuff. Stuff I don't think about. Yeah, I definitely think about it. Um, maybe even more now. Mm. Um, maybe even more now. And things are just a bit messy. Things things have been a bit messy. Mm. I think looking back, things have been a bit messy. And I'm hoping to have like a. Um, I'm very sure that next year is the year. Like. Okay, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> I but. was just, I was like, I was like, okay, I was like, okay, okay. But I think, I think my stars are beginning to align. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. Um, Hopefully, yeah. The the this whole bit of that expectation, you know, it's quite funny because my mom has generally been on the low, quiet about this, but in the last like three four months. The way it's the way it has snuck in, it hasn't snuck in as pressure or expectation, but it's like it's more it's more apparent than it was before. Uh, maybe it's about approaching a milestone age or whatever. Um, but it, again, it's not coming from a pressure point. But for me, it's just something like again for us that we deep things a lot. I've just identified the shift in some of the conversations and her sort of like desires for me um, and what it's centered around. And I'm like, interesting. I think it's good because I feel like <clears throat> if I didn't have, because it's different when outsiders are saying it, right? In a way that you know is not thoughtful. It's just, it's a box you need to check. And like, they don't mean evil or whatever, but you know, it's just a thing you say to someone that is approaching a certain stage of their life and things like that. Uh, but I think I appreciate the fact that with my mom, it's been very 
thoughtful. Um, and there's a lot of depth behind every time she brings it up or references it. Um, and I think what it's done for me is not made it too easy for me to just push it into like some part of just push it behind the scenes. Cause that's, no, you can't because I think compared to me and you, you, I think, I think you need that pep talk more than me. <laughs> yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Which is weird. Cause, I'm, cause, cause, cause I'm still like a believer slash enthusiast. What do you mean? Oh my God, I am. I think my challenge and what I'm realizing is, I, actually, I don't even know what, what it is because again, part of what I said, you know, is drama that has happened is also, you know, there were, there were conversations that were happening and I think it's one of the things where I thought maybe I was being too picky in a way. Um, and so that was sort of like, raising the bar or pricing me out or pricing people out or certain conversations with me. Um, and so I sort of like put myself in a space where things that I would naturally use as a reason to not even pursue anything. Um, I sort of like laid them a bit to the side and explored. And it was, it was interesting. Uh, but I think looking at it and looking at it potentially shifted to what it's shifted into now. I think it's only just, toughened my resolve for the certain filters that I had initially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, yes. because I don't know what you're talking about, because I don't know who you are referring to. It's hard for me to, yeah. Let's just, okay, let's just say, boy meets... So, so in a nutshell, okay. Yes. No, no, uh, summarize what yo, you've heard. Are you about to use boy meets girl? <laughs> that was the only thing I was going to do. I need to make it as generic as possible. From the rubbish I just said, what, just give what, what, what do you summarize? Name. What happened? You met somebody. And you're not sure. So I'm okay. I met someone. We talked. It was great. I didn't necessarily state my intentions, but I didn't not state my intentions. Yeah, nah, nah, I'm to marry your pass. <laughs> bro, I swear, I'm not even like bros. Like to be fair, to be because fair, all this, all this, <laughs> all this <talking> station. <laughs> But but wait, because I'm sure my, my, ah. my brother's wife might be listening to this right now because she's also attempted to arrange marriage bits, but even now instead of getting your coma, let's just my yeah. my my, my <laughs> half sister has been trying to she for like a year, there's one girl she has for me. <laughs> and she swears that this girl is the best thing since sliced bread. Yeah. God, I don't know. Every time we every time we talk. It's just not so so I spoke to her last week. Because she was angry that I didn't invite her to my graduation. I'm like, don't take it personally. I didn't invite anybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? I don't know. It's just the way you said it. I'm like, this is probably what's <laughs> wrong with us. Because it's something that I would say as well. And I'll not hear maybe one week down the line that, you know, what I said was a bit hurtful and stuff. And I'm like, even what I'm oh, saying no. right now. I've, I've, I've gotten that I've already. Gotten... <laughs> the hurtful bit of not inviting. But, yeah. I, mm, let's not digress. Let's anyway, not, exactly, exactly. I spoke to her, she was like, oh, anyway, when, I, when, when, when we finish the chat, and she goes, ah, okay. Oh. And she went for the classic trifecta line. Okay, trifecta. Oh, sorry, Wally. You've finished your PhD, you have a job, you've moved. Okay. So, what's next? 
I said, oh, okay, don't worry. I'm, I'm on it. <laughs> I'm on it. She goes, she goes, uh, yeah. oh, them all. And I have, and I won't say, I won't say the girl's name. Yeah, yeah. X, Y, let's just call her, um, Jane. Oh my God, I, Jane oh my God, I almost, said, I almost said my ex's name. <laughs> um, let's just Janet, call her Jane, Jane Doe. God bless you. Jane Doe, yeah, exactly. I think you and Jado will be a very good match. Like, this is something I'm sure about deep down in my heart, Wale. You and mm. Jando. In fact, let me even give you a number. Just call her. <laughs> Why don't you just call her? And I said, Oh my God. Call her and say what? <laughs> I will tell you, I'll tell you what to say to her because I've been. My, I've been there three times in the last six months. Like, oh, hi, Jane. Um, <laughs> my sister gave you my, gave you, gave me gave your, me your number. number. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. And um, she thought maybe we might get along. No, no, you go. No, just say your sister. Like they, so what I've realized is the same conversation they're having with you. They would have been feeding it a bit. So by the time you're messaging. They kind of oh, like, oh, wait, 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 yeah. wait. Yeah. said, and then she now called her son, right? To tell you, I mean. Uh, she she now called her son, like, ah. Because her son name is my nickname. It's my namesake, okay. Tomoa. Yeah. And he goes, Tomoa, you know, you know Jane from you know church Jane now? Did. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell, <laughs> and tell your uncle how she is. And then he goes, ah, oh, uncle, Jane is nice. <laughs> I just started laughing. Oh my god! Oh jeez, oh matchmaking service, bro. No, see, it's a valid, it's a valid offering, but I think they need to refine the logistics around it because bro, I'm not even yeah. doing because, she, dude, she's in um, she in the UK as well. I don't say allocation, but I know, but she in the UK as well. Yeah, she's in the UK, but bro, she's like. By train, but, three hours, two hours. That's that's still in that public transportation system in the UK is good, my guy. Okay, so if 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 I'm ever going to if I'm ever going to look for women, mm. why would I leave new city that I've just moved into? <laughs> you know, this for is somebody who has had such a very unstable six months. <laughs> You want to go and add that complexity to your life when you're just looking for calm. Bro, at yeah. this point, convenience is my watchword. <laughs> I took Uber from station to this place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to this house for, because you, you cannot be guy, I can't drag any box anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I've dragged up my boxes, my quota of drag, box dragging. For the next, For the next one year, I've dragged in these four months. Uh, you need, I can't drag box again. Yeah, Duba cost me a lot of money. But I yeah, said it's like, fine. For now, like, let's just get it out of the way. Yeah. Yeah, anyways. No. So, obviously, this is our last episode for the year. We're going to drop this whenever you guys are listening to it. Um, And what do we have? We're going to do it was a Christmas, though. Don't talk, don't talk about Christmas. That's the wish, wish, wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Okay. 
True. Yesterday was Christmas. In by the time you guys are listening to this, yeah, it's Boxing Day today as we are listening to this. And so, Merry Christmas, everyone. But I think the reality <laughs> is, and I was having this conversation with OJ a couple of days or something ago, and it's the idea that, like, as I think as an adult, Christmas has felt. I don't know. For me, I feel like I, I like crossover service and like the New Year thing carries a lot more weight in now than Christmas. I think my highlight of Christmas is really like the carols and things like that. That the carol night service that I go to at church. Um, but I don't know. You know my theory for that. It's because we are single men. Okay, I guess that's my big theory for that. So wait, it's being paired up. What does being paired up change? Like when, when when you say single men, do you mean like single not dating or single not married? Maybe mostly in the married sense. Yeah. Because like you're not more a kid. Yeah, exactly. But you're, but not, you're also not a fool. In a, not like a family sense. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe guys I'm still I'm still I'm still returning to the podcast. So yeah, still, give me a few give weeks. Give me a few weeks to, to, to enter the podcast. To reboot. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but um, you're right though. I feel like there's, no, there's that element. I, I think I think for us, we didn't we didn't grow up. And what I've learned is, I mean, people are different. Some I've got friends who grew up with like Christmas spirit, mm. and they still hold. They love Christmas. Mm. They find me weird, you know, for not yeah, for not. So I think it's just also you brought up as well. Mm. Also, for some, it's just not that deep. It's, they can't afford to spend all the money on Christmas and doing all those things. Yeah, and um, it also depends on where you are as well. If you're in an environment where it's you have to, where yeah. everybody's gifting and stuff, you kind of go into it as well. Mm. Um, if for, for example, if you're in Lagos now, Lagos mm. is naturally Christmas is by force a groove time. Mm. So you definitely want to get into the groove, even if you don't have a tree in your house. You definitely be celebrating christmas somewhere in the city yeah lagos um yeah fair enough fair enough yeah, i think i'm looking forward to i'm cooking tomorrow um nice and one of my new hobbies is youtube cooking i think uh, i spotted that um <laughs> like it's made something and you put a youtube link i'm like oh this one has picked up a new thing good yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this one is... <laughs> so my goal now is i mean i've always been a decent cook mm. Um, I'm not bragging, it's just a fact. Hey. Um, one of my goal now is to understand the nuances of, of flavors and ingredients. Mm. So, for example, this morning, I was experimenting with frying bread. Mm. Right? So, I put my butter and onions in the pan. Put, I butter the bread two sides, top, mm. top. Put them both on the pan. And then I then poured eggs on the bread while in the pan. And then as I was eating it, I was just thinking of the flavor. I'm thinking, okay, mm, this flavor is a bit savory. I think this needs, because it's, because it's a bit of bread inside, it needs a bit of sweetness. It's more, I'm going to add some milk and honey to the eggs a little bit and fry it with the bread and taste it. My point is, I'm going to the point where as I eat something, I'm thinking of the flavors, the the uh, the arithmetic mm. combination of the ingredients. And when you watch these videos, you realize, particularly from different parts of the world, you realize that to make a very good dish, you don't need a lot of things, mm. which is what's beautiful. Like 
you can use five ingredients to make some very, very exciting dishes. And I like that when I cook for people, people like their faces light up. You know, it's like DJing, but with food. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, um, <laughs> what? I just, we've started, don't worry. Oh gosh. Um. Anyway. So that's that's so that's a hobby. I'm call it a hobby because I I'm, I'm I'm eating my food anyway. Yeah. It's not really a hobby. Um. um am I picking up any new things next year? Not so much. Um. So I want to take the. Shows? Um. Yeah. The recruits on Netflix. Really good. Really amazing. Oh, I'm not I Netflix in the ages. So I didn't even know I was going on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. That's I did that. Um. I didn't really focus on World Cup as much, but obviously watched the key games, the finals. Um, I missed so many games. Bro, I missed so many. Like, I wasn't even paying attention. I was just watching highlights. And it was so annoying because the highlights on YouTube were not coming immediately. So they were coming like a day or two later. Whereas in Premier League, like six hours or three hours later, you're done. So I've been watching anyways. a show called This Is Us. Oh. Most people know it already. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, that fish you have it's... now. Yeah. I had that first when I first heard about it. But then you part. But bro, that's that's actually my life. <laughs> so how I did I get into I it? I it's a good. Yeah, what happened? Um, obviously, I heard it. about it a, a long time ago, right? I'd seen it, and I I had it on my hard drive, local hard mm. drive. Okay. For like three years now, two years. <laughs> but when I moved to my new place, which I had no no internet, internet uh... no furniture, I just had my laptop and hard drive entertainment. Mm. So I started watching it. And honestly, it's, it's changed. I think it, I don't know whether it's just me being emotional right now. The phase, days. yeah. <laughs> but it's changed how I view a lot of things. Mm. First of all, what, what key it's, things? it's giving me a bit of understanding of grief. Mm. That I wish I had a while ago. A previous mm. relationship that would have been really helpful. Um... Also, is it's also helped me appreciate our podcast more because, mm. and I think I told Faith this yesterday or so. So I think about two weeks ago, I was I was walking to work, and then I don't know why I found this concept, but I stumbled upon this concept called Sonder, S O N D R. Mm. Yes, I had it on a podcast. S-O-N-D-E-R. Now, sonder is a word that describes the realization that one has when they realize that every random passerby on the streets, every random stranger, every random person has a life that's as complex as yours. Mm. And when I, when I heard that word, I just like, wow. It's something that we've always kind of said, but I just never knew a word to define and control that thought. Mm. Mm. And on the podcast is what we do because we talk about chatting to guests and bringing up guest experiences to help navigate wicked problems. And the thing is, sometimes we think of, oh yeah, let's have a guest who is popular and stuff. But mm-hmm. sometimes we say, you can have anybody on the podcast because we believe that everybody's story, 
everyone's story has a complexity that is worth mm. unpacking. Mm. You know, whether it's Buddy Ball who found himself in the freaking set of Netflix movie, mm. or he's just, you know, talking to David Twaka with his mm. rants in the USA, mm. or he's just talking to, you know, um, Bukola from way back when of grief. Mm. Every person, and you can see how they bring their own layers of Basically, that you just ask me questions that ask you questions, mm, mm. you know. So anyway, so when I had this concept, it's, it's in my head now, like rent free. I think about it every time. And I think it's a useful concept for our podcast to be fair going forward because it is kind of what we actually do because we acknowledge that everyone's life is complex mm. beyond what we just see, but also that people aren't just numbers. Whether it's the waiter, whether it's the bus driver, mm. there's something else motivating them. And taking this back to This Is Us, when yeah. you watch it, if you watch it, you realize that they kind of show how each character in the story is a character-led movie, character-led mm. TV show. Yeah. Even there's, even, even there's about, even there's about a core family, every character, they do a good job in telling how their story is beyond the scene at which you see them. Mm. And it's just so profound. It can make mm. everyone become, it make everyone human mm. in the first person sense. So anyway, that's, mm. that's, why, that's why I love the show now. And it's gone right up there on my favorites. Nice. Because it's hard to get into, but if you, if you give it like four episodes, yeah. it is worth it. Yeah. Interesting. I'd see, because I know I started it at some point, and I think, the only reason why I stopped it was at that period in my time, I don't think I was very into like pure dramas, right? Like, like the only dramas I tend to watch are period dramas. Anything that has to do with like present day reality and things that feel accessible. In my head, I'm like, there's just enough of that around me. Um, and I can do it in a 12-hour movie than having to sit through like a series. Even though before I used to do like, um, my mom used to watch like Desperate Housewives um one tree hill um uh gray's anatomy in a way one but tree i think things shit, like man. yeah <laughs> which other thing was like oc the orange county yeah those two like so i watched all those things i think i had my feel of you know regular people or whatever living lives and stuff and so when this is us came it was like a new generation of or they may be slightly older slightly better focus but i was like i think i've had my feel for a bit so um yeah anyways um we'll do another episode soon and that one will be more like looking forward i think this episode was more like looking back reviewing bringing everyone up to this, speed on what's this is just a guys what is still alive <laughs> what is still alive like what do they call it uh, proof of life yeah people do that thing <laughs> where they, they, they post they post a picture and they're like proof of life and stuff because actually i was already thinking about i think last weekend or obviously so we've not been releasing every week um but i feel like i've done okay at least two weeks i put a monologue what's been more difficult i realize like if it's me and you on the podcast this is to come up with something that we can just dive into and talk when i'm thinking of monologues i just i'm like what 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 do i what am i thinking of in this season that feels well packaged enough to present as a thought um so luckily there was a wedding and then then that came with the practical of being before that as well 
I was already worrying about, okay, I need to do something this weekend um, to really just, you know, fill in the gap. And I didn't want to do, I feel like the easiest things for me to talk about for now are things that I'm going through immediately. But the things that I'm going through immediately have been very tilted towards like love and relationships and things like that. And I've not processed it well enough to come out and spew stuff. And because me and my big head, I recommend a podcast to everybody new that I meet. It's like, it's very obvious that the person and people involved might then be listening. And I'm like, if I've not processed it enough, I don't want to put myself and them in a situation where all of those things are like mixing up all together and stuff. But anyway, um, let's end it here. It's been a while since we talked for this long. But anyways, we'll catch up again at some point. Um, guys, we are... I feel like season nine is going to be a very interesting season because I feel like we're also going to experiment. We're going to talk about this, but I feel that we're great. I want us to also experiment a lot more and it won't necessarily be a straightforward thing. So guys, whatever you see, kind of like take it like that. We've already even started with this off season by doing like 12 <laughs> off season. You know, I was counting it and I'm like, is it 12? <laughs> Praise a lot. Oh I think, I, I think it's 12. So it's like, I think it's 12. And it's not like we even released every week. But it's a lot because when you keep scrolling, you just keep saying bonus, 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 bonus. But I think, you know, maybe we put so much pressure on ourselves initially also to always try to come back like a month or six later. Because um, then I think we then run into the tendency of each season feeling very similar because it's still the same people like Wumia you are in September cannot be that different than I guess we're going to be maybe four weeks later in that sense. Um, but I feel like this break has been like a blessing in disguise because a lot has also happened that we've not had the chance to bounce off each other. And so, <laughs> a lot, man. My guy's side. Um, but anyways, guys, you know, we've, no, I'm I'm also curious to see if I come across different as well because of your difference. Bye, bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be interesting to see. I don't know. We'll see. We'll um, see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, and the yeah. elections coming up in Niger as well, um, and all the jazz that comes with that. Poof. Anyways, um, let's call it a night here. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening. People of the Yellow Peel, really appreciate your um, mm-hmm. steadfast support and love. Um, I think I saw some comments on Twitter and some random ones. Even mm. while we're off season, it's just like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> um, the crowd is really, really good. Thing. It's really, really good to yeah. see. Appreciate you guys. And I hope you guys have had a good year. To be honest, I don't know what 2022 has looked like for people because I've not really asked many people how their year has been, but maybe that's what just we should hope do. Next, next year is better. Um, yeah. Maybe tell us how your year went. Um, Should we put up a. What do you call it? A, um, anonymous stuff in the you new know, thing we did for the Ask Wally question stuff. Yeah. Or I was even thinking so, more like just reach out to our friends and see if they're fine to send a voice note of just if you're thinking about your, your year in, in one minute. So guys, this, this always this happens. <laughs> Toby thinks about the hardest way to stress all of you. I think about the easier, easiest way for all you guys to communicate. So we can do I'm both. Going, I'm we, going for just a yeah. A link in the bio of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Tell us about the highlight of it. Yeah, anonymous. We know who you are, mm. and we share it on the podcast. And then for all my friends listening, I'm going to slide into your DMs and 
see if you're up for sharing your year in 120 seconds might be a fun experiment i know a lot of you journal so uh, just give us a snippet of that that we can maybe put that together as one episode again experimenting year man i'm up for it and i'll do it solo if Wally doesn't agree so <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that's fine that's the level that we're at now i'll just send it to him to approve chat before i post it but yeah all right good to see you bro same catch here bruv yeah we'll catch up man Goodbye, everybody see you next week hey there thanks for listening to this offseason episode of the yellow pill we're still on a break but we'll be back in a couple of weeks with new and fresh and exciting content but before then make sure to follow us on instagram at the yellow pill pod and on twitter yellow pill underscore pod to keep up to date with everything else we're putting up until we come back see you next week <laughs>